Delsing spent 25 years on the PGA Tour and is a lifetime member of the PGA Tour and PGA of America. Now he provides his unique perspective as a golfer and network broadcaster. It's time to go On the Range with Jay Delsing. On the Range is brought to you by Pro-Am Golf. Hey, good morning, St. Louis. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. I got John Perlis with me. Perlis, good morning. What's going on? Good morning, Jay. Ready for this. I'm really excited about Dan Deardoff. Grew up uh, listening to him, uh, Monday Night Football, and obviously other things as well, but uh, uh, and one of your best interviews, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, so we have formatted the show like around the golf. The first segment is called the On the Range segment. It's brought to you by our friends at Prom Golf. You need lessons with Tom DeGrand. He's been in the business for over 50 years. You need track man you need anything they got great puma gear go check them out at prom golf uh you can also check out our social medias and uh outlets and you know that's extremely important to us john you are did you know that last month <laughs> Meet and i designated you as a social media manager for the show social media director <laughs> you know yeah. oh director that's it's called official. this is officially in psychology called deflection and you can do all <laughs> you want but you own it let's just let's just keep that in mind Whatever all that means, Twitter is at Jay Delsing. Facebook is Golf with Jay Delsing and Jay Delsing Golf Hospitality. LinkedIn is just Jay Delsing and Instagram is We Don't Give It. I um, also want to thank Bob and Kathy Donahue for supporting the show. Uh, good friends, great people. 314-805-2132. If you need anything done on your home, give Bob and Kathy a call. They have professionals. They're safe. Uh, they will, will help you out. All right, so Pearl. We got Dan Deardorff. Um, man, when I, I've told you this, and people are probably tired of listening to me say this, but when I do this and try to prep for these interviews and look at what some of these guys have accomplished, I just like, man, what a slacker. I feel like such a slacker. I should have got out more. It's like, here's a guy that's um, all American at University of Michigan, you know, big just deal. a basic, especially uh, back then, the big blue. Yeah, he's in their, their uh, uh, honor of, fame or or hall of honor that's called the hall of honor he's in the michigan state hall of fame he's in the college football hall of fame then oh he just gets drafted by the st louis football cardinals second round 42nd uh, pick overall he six pro bowls uh one of the team members of the team of the decade in the 70s anyway nfl hall of famer then he goes on to broadcasting and his broadcasting career is arguably as good as his football career so anyway, we got a great sit down with him and uh, uh, always, uh, you know, one of the things I have to say going in is he has represented the athlete about as well as any guy that's made the transition to me, you know, just in terms of being intelligent, being prepared and uh, being respectful. That's why he had such a great career in it. Dude. Like you said, a great transition. Not everybody can do that. And uh, he did it big time. And like most people that you uh interview very humbly yep. you know just just kind of kept going and succeeding at pretty much whatever seemed to be put in front of him now he may have had some things that didn't work out so well but he didn't mention any of those no he sure didn't <laughs> not, not that no. we would either no no why would you okay so i got a couple of uh you know how i'm always searching the golf publications and reading and trying to come up with some obscure stuff all right so <laughs> here we go here we go, Brace Brace you you we go. <laughs> hang on all right, so a guy named Evan Har- uh, Harmeling. Harmeling. Okay, I'm not familiar with this guy at all. I'm, you watch more golf than I do, but Evan Harmeling took superstition to an entirely new level. A couple weeks ago, 
He shoots 67 on Saturday in a corn ferry event. Okay, now this is a dude that went to Princeton University. That ought to tell you something right there. That's what I, thank you. I know, I just lobbed it over the plate and was waiting for you to And I gave you exactly the answer you were looking for. Just crush it. So you're wondering, wait a second, what? So here's what this guy does. Comes out on Sunday with the exact same outfit on. Now, because he didn't go home that night? I'm not sure. Questions remain. But he had the same socks, pants, shirt, whole deal. And guess what happened to him on Sunday? What do you think? I mean, I what do you know. think, good or bad? What know. happens with something? I'm going to say bad. I'm almost hoping it's not good because then he's going to do that the rest of his life. <laughs> That's <laughs> cool. Be exactly. Guess what he did? He wins the tournament. Stop oh, it. No, he won in a playoff. It was in a three-way playoff. The guy shot 69 on Sunday and won the Corn Ferry event a couple weeks ago. First of all, how this guy from Princeton end up winning a professional tournament? That's another issue. Or, or second of all, where do you go from here? It's like when you're watching the NFL game and you say, so and so, some players from Princeton, you're thinking, that's cool. Really? That's, like, that's like two of them ever. By the way, what do you think he's got in his pockets? One in each pocket. He's got two different. He's got a Calculator. rabbit. He's got a rabbit. <laughs> he's got an abacus. <laughs> <a lucky> coin. <laughs> he's, got, he's got an abacus in his golf bag. No, he's got a rabbit, a rabbit's foot in one pocket. And a four-leaf clover in the other. Oh, my gosh. That's, well, why, that's why you couldn't get into Princeton, Pearl. There's a lot you of reasons. You were not I, superstitious. No, I had enough. those two things. There's every, everything else is the reason I couldn't get into Princeton. All right, so that's a little nutty. All right, so I did some other research. This is kind of cool, and this I think our listeners will appreciate. How close does the, average, does the tour player average hitting it to the flagstick from 100 yards in the fairway? So you got a tour player – you got all the tour players lined up. They have a 100-yard shot from the fairway. So all of us what that listened to the Adam Long interview last week knows that all these guys don't always hit it great, and they also know that when whoever they show on TV is playing their best, at their best, and they make all the guys that are missing shots go away, they don't show bad shots normally. So I'm going to say from 100 yards out of the fairway. So that's we're talking about, generally speaking, Pearl, how's this lie? About perfect. About perfect. Right? About Scenario perfect. is about perfect. I'm yeah. going to say because I mean I know you're not going. It's not three feet, so I'm going to say twelve feet. Me, do you got a guess on any of that? I'll go ten. 18.5. Unbelievable. Eighteen point five is the average. Four percent of the tour players hit it inside of three feet. And me, almost to the ten feet. 25% hit it inside of nine feet. So, folks, when you're out there, there's a lot of tour players that are just hitting the green from 100 yards out. So, it goes back to the you know, the best players in the world are hitting 12 or 13 greens a year. Granted, maybe the leader for the whole year 12 or 13 a, greens a week. Yes, uh, excuse me. Yeah, what did I say a year? A year. I meant average. For, I knew what for you meant. Thanks, I knew what thanks you for meant. that. Why'd you correct me then? If you uh, it just me. makes me feel better. <laughs> and so, but TV in some ways does it injustice because they. They, they make it like a guy never uh, misses. And if they do, oh, he miscalculated the win. No, he choked, he chunked it, he missed the dang shot. And I like the way Adam talked about it, that it's a hard game. You miss a bunch of shots. So, Pearl, what I would like to know is we know this, that tour players make 80% of our money in six tournaments. What I would like to know... How close do you hit your wedges on those, on those six weeks? That's what matters. And of course it does, right? Yeah. Because we also know that, that folks, if you're, and, and I think when I was playing, it was 
12 or 14 feet, but you hit your ball outside of that 12 or 14 foot range, you might as well hit a 30. You well, make yeah. you make about the same. Well, that's what I was going to say. So, what did you say? Hole. Was eighteen feet that these guys are hitting? The exactly. average is eighteen feet. And five what's the inches. percentage of the players making it from eighteen yeah, feet on exactly. the tour? I mean, seriously, it's, isn't it like eight percent oh, or six percent or something? It's 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 under ten. Yeah, and, and people think that too. You know, I'll be playing with some buddies or something, and somebody you know miss a twelve or fourteen or eighteen footer and get mad. I'm like. Dude, you know what the odds are on the tour to do that, let alone those greens are a little bit better than what we're playing right. on? So your chances, you know, standing over that thing, just so you know next time on this next hole when you're 20 feet, are about 2%. So <laughs> don't get too upset when you miss another one that you had a 2% chance on. Now, Pearl, on those weeks, those special weeks, you know, where Adam Long's winning in a tournament yeah. or finishing, you know, it's probably better. Of course right? it is. And your, your make percentage is better. Pearl, you might go for the 72-hole stretch, and you might make half a dozen or so 30-footers that week. And so your percentage, your make percentage is way up. Guess what that means? you got a lot of 30-footers that are coming that yeah, you're not going to exactly, make. Exactly. Yeah, so I just thought that was really interesting. It's awesome. It's awesome. I like to have that perspective. It's fun to watch the guys hit, hit great shots all the time, but especially for the up-and-comers, like the kids you're working with, they need to understand it's not all about perfection. It's like after you've done that and you've hit 18 feet, don't get mad, force the 18-footer and three-putt. Those or types go to the of next hole and yank your drive and do you know this right. is just don't they, carry that stuff. A little, little bit of perspective yep. can go a long way out there. Just real quickly, we had a girl named Melanie Reed. Mel Reed won her first LPGA event. I followed uh, a her for a while. Ago. She's tough. Yep, she's from England. She turned pro in 2007, and another overnight sensation yeah. got her LPGA <laughs> tour card in 2017, and then won her first event in 2020. And what I loved is she said, "I really need to call my dad." But I know where, right where he is. He's probably extremely incoherent right now, and he's at the Black Swan Pub over in her. They all raised a pint on that announcement, yeah, I'm that's sure. Right. Well, that's going to do it for the On the Range segment. Uh, but don't go anywhere. Uh, we're going to come back with the front nine, and we're going to have our Dan Deardorff interview. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Are your workouts more fun than this? Well, if they are, then I want to sign you to an endorsement deal with Michelob Ultra. I'm looking for anyone and everyone who makes working out a blast. If that's you, hit to TeamUltra.com for a chance to score awesome perks like Team Ultra gear and more. That's TeamUltra.com to enter. No purchase necessary. Open U.S. residents 21 plus. See official rules at TeamUltra.com. Message and data rates may apply. Void but prohibited. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Are you tired of forking up the big money? All those dollars on golf balls? Well, we finally have an option for you. Let us introduce you to Sniper Brand Golf Balls. This brand new product is a Serlin-covered ball that is just great to play. It's long off the driver, it's accurate with the irons, and importantly, it's soft around the green. And you know what the best part is? It's just $23.99 for a dozen. That's right, $23.99, and a portion of every sale goes back to a military or law enforcement agency. Find Sniper Brand online at thesniperbrand.com. Plus, you can follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and check out their entire line of golf products on their website, thesniperbrand.com. And don't forget to check out the Sniper Brand logo. You're going to love it. Let your local farmer's insurance agent, Ed Fogelbach, put his experience to work for you. Ed Fogelbach proudly serves the St. Louis City, County, and Metropolitan area and any of their families and businesses and is ready to review your existing policies or provide a no-obligation quote today. Call the Fogelbach Agency at 314-398-0101 to get smarter about your insurance. Again, that's the Fogelbach Agency at 314-398-0101. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are others. Bum, 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 bum.
In these extremely trying times, the management team at Marcone would like to give a shout-out to our 500-plus employees and their families. Their diligence and commitment to each other, our process, and our company are so good that we are obligated to state it publicly. We are so grateful for each and every one of you. You have all contributed to our success, and your dedication is imperative to the continued growth of our company. Thank you for your efforts. Marcone is the largest distributor of General Electric Appliance Parts in North America. Marcone Appliance Parts Company would like to thank Operations Director Jim Wolfington and his team of Marcone distribution employees across the United States who ship millions of next-day critical major appliance parts every single year. They help keep America's kitchen and laundry appliances working for you. Thank you. You've seen it and played it in bars over the past 30 years, and now you can bring golden tea to your home. Complete your basement or man cave with the popular arcade game, The Ultimate Virtual Golfing Experience. Over 80 courses, unique game modes, and you can even challenge a buddy in online tournaments. However you play, you will be the talk of your neighborhood. Visit home.goldentea.com to learn more. This is a subject that most people don't want to talk about, but many find themselves facing. Their marriage is ending and they need to find a good lawyer at the most difficult time in their life. Or maybe you're like me, divorced for almost 15 years, but you're still wrestling with hassles, maintenance, and other hard-to-figure-out issues. Do yourself a favor and call 314-788-3030. That's the law office of my buddy and attorney, Henry Miller. I was living under the burden of unfair maintenance and a few other things that could only be settled in the courtroom. My only regret is that I didn't use Henry years ago. He is first and foremost smart and hardworking. But what was really important to me is that he listened. He's also fair and extremely honest. We had an odd issue arise where I had paid for something that was not allowed to be used in our case. After one call and an email, it was settled and that charge was removed. Do yourself a favor and call Henry Miller. He is the man you can trust when you need him the most. You can also reach him at Grant Miller Smith. Grab your clubs. We're headed to the front nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The front nine is brought to you by the Ascension Charity Golf Classic. Welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. Pearly May is with me here. Brad Barnes has taken great care of us here at the ESPN Studios, and we are headed to the front nine. Brought to you by the Ascension Charity Classic. Uh, folks, just keep your eyes and ears open for Ascension. They are they are great people. They do so much for the community. Um, and we are really looking forward to the inaugural event in 2021. All right, let's just... Um, oh, no, I need to thank uh, Whitmore for sponsoring the show. Uh, boy, they've, just, they've been great friends and very supportive. Call Bill Brungart at 636-926-9622. He is the membership director, and Whitmore is just jamming. We talked, uh, we had Adam Long on uh, last week, and Adam Long kind of cut his teeth out of Whitmore and uh, Old Hickory, some of their properties out there. Um, 90 holes of golf at the uh, with the Whitmore membership. You get um, access to the links of Dardine, the Golf Club of Wentzville, the Missouri Bluffs. There's uh, golf Cards fees are included in your membership. There's no food or beverage minimums. There's no assessments. A 24-hour fitness complex, two large pool complexes, tennis courts if you don't like golf. They've got a kids club where you can drop your children off. They can play with other kids. They can go swimming. They can play video games. They can go out and play golf. Um, you can go have a cocktail, play golf. You can do wine and nine. You can do whatever it is you want, but make sure you make a pit stop in the golf shop and say hi to Bummer. 
Bummer's been on the show. Bummer's a great guy. And uh, he and the staff over there run golf leagues and skins games, members, tournaments, couples events. Just it's a friendly it's a, a friendly atmosphere. It's a family atmosphere. And uh, you won't be disappointed. You can find them at WhitmoreGolf.com. All right, let's just go right to this Dan Deardorff interview. We uh, we teed Dan up a little bit, but, man, what a career he's had. Um, NFL Hall of Fame, College Football Hall of Fame, a great broadcasting career. He was a Pro Bowl player, All-American uh, lineman from the University of Michigan. Let's listen to what Dan has to say. I guess Denver's way of having to win this game, they're going to have to throw the football. The bad news there is that Smith... Conlon, Bennett, they're really upset they didn't get any sacks last week against Dan Marino and the Dolphins. They're coming after John Elway tonight. Dan Deardorff is brought to you by Golden Tee. When I look at what you've done in the in the game of football and then your, your great broadcasting career, it's it's got to seem like, man, uh, how the hell did you do all these things? I mean, you went from University of Michigan uh, you're in the College Football Hall of Fame. You're in the University of Michigan Hall of Honor. You're in the Michigan Sports Hall of Fame. You were a second-round draft pick by the St. Louis Football Cardinals and played 13 seasons in the NFL, which that in itself, 13 seasons in that league at that time is just crazy. Six-time Pro Bowl, three-time Offensive Lineman of the Year. Uh, being from – this is what I want to start with, Dan. Being from Canton, Ohio – what was it like when you got inducted in the in the NFL Hall of Fame? It had to be just like a pinch me moment. Oh well, yeah, it was. Uh, you have to understand that uh, uh, there's not a person in Canton, Ohio, that doesn't feel some spiritual connection to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It uh, it, it was built while I was growing up. I, I was 13 years old. Uh, standing there with my father, uh, we watched Pete Rozelle uh, turn over a, a spadeful of dirt uh, to begin the construction of the building. I, I only lived about a mile from the hall. I used to ride my bike down there, watch it being built. I went to every Hall of Fame game, every enshrinement ceremony until, until I started playing in the NFL. So, um, yes, it's uh, uh, when I actually uh, – uh, was enshrined and I'm, I'm standing there at the, at the podium and I'm, I'm looking out and I'm, I'm looking at uh, my high school classmates and teachers and old coaches and neighbors uh, uh, that live next door to my mom and dad. And I, it, so it was, yeah, it, it, it was, it was a bit overwhelming. You know, Dan, it's it's interesting when you when you kind of look back and and look at the years. You you're saying you were 71. I'm 60 years old, and, and things they people told us this when we were young younger men that your life was going to go by quickly. But damn, it sure is true, isn't it? Yes, it really is. It's uh, uh, yeah. This this is not uh, groundbreaking material, but it it, <laughs> it doesn't seem possible. And and you know it. The old saying is uh, about young at heart, and that's really uh, uh, that, that's really so important. Just uh, avoid mirrors and just try. As I look out uh, from inside here, uh, uh, it, everything looks the same. I know if there's a mirror there, it doesn't look the same. So I feel young. I uh, 
I, I, I feel good, but look bad. <laughs> Dan, I got to tell uh, you, I, I, I am have so- orthopedically paid a price, Jay, for uh, all those uh, football games uh, uh, and all those practices on that uh, no good, rotten AstroTurf. Oh, my gosh, Dan, I, I, uh, I can't even imagine uh, what your body's got to feel like it. And, and I concur about avoiding mirrors and, and, and light at all time. Mirrors are okay if the room's dark, but no, no, no other use for them. Well, uh, Jay, I have more titanium in my body than most people have in their golf bags. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm loaded up. I, am, uh, uh, I, you know, I, I told Debbie the other day, uh, uh, when I get cremated, uh, I'm go- what's left behind, it's going to look like the Terminator in the movie there where <laughs> – uh, the outside of them got burned off, and there's this metal uh, infrastructure. That's that's what I got going on. Dan, one of the things that struck me today when I was looking at some of the uh, the teams that you played on, some of the great Michigan teams, and then came to the, the Cardinals and, and you know some early struggles and then the years with Coriel. Dan, talk a little bit about the importance, in your opinion, of leadership. There's there's players, and, and I know you were a leader in the locker room, but you you um, had coaches like uh, Bo Schembechler, uh, and and um, you had uh, Bump Elliott, and you had Don Coriel. Talk a little bit about leadership and how important it was for you and your football teams. Well, you you – you have a choice to make. Um, my rookie year with the Cardinals, uh, we went four, nine, and one. Uh, those nine losses were more losses than I'd experienced in my high school and college career put together. And, and all of a sudden you find yourself in, you talk about in uncharted waters. Uh, I, I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to, handle being on a losing team. I, I, I'd never experienced it before. And, and so you, you learn the value of accountability. Uh, you learn the value of no one is there to help you. Uh, it's up to you. And that's where the leadership comes in. You either are going to pout, uh, you're going to feel sorry for yourself or you are going to try like heck to work your way out of it. And that's the only way that I knew how to deal with it. And I was very fortunate. Uh, We might have lost a lot of games. But when I looked around the locker room uh, on that first team of mine in St. Louis, uh, I realized that I was teammates with Larry Wilson and with Jackie Smith and Jim Bakken and Jim Art and Ernie McMillan and and MacArthur Lane and Mel Gray and and just so many talented football players, but wonderful human beings. And uh, you know, you just try to make the best of it. But the only way you make the best of it, Jay, is by working your butt off. You know, Dan. One of the things that strikes me, and one of the things that I what what pushed me into golf was that I just didn't have patience for people that didn't want it as much as I did. And, and I didn't have the, you know, you, the church, we, we played in an era where there wasn't select sports, you know, so we were rounding kids up in the neighborhood and playing church league and you were playing pickup football, whatever it was like, but it had to be hard, Dan, to be in a locker room with, 
50-something other players, you know, and they're not all like-minded, and they all have different approaches. And, and I prob- I would guess that if you knew who wasn't on the same page, someone like you would know that, you know, when you were achieving at high levels, you knew what it took, and you could look around and go, man, you know, we're not on the same page, all of us. No, that's, that is one of the uh... – that is one of the luxuries of playing an individual sport like golf and is that it's you, it's all you and nobody but you. And you're right. Um, uh, I don't care how good a football team you're on. There are always uh, a group of people that it's just not as important to them as it is to you. And, uh, and, and you can look, you, you can look at them and you can make an effort to try to bring them along. I think that's leadership. I think that's what a leader does. But you also have to come to grips with the fact that for some of them, they're just along for the ride. And uh, we used to have a a saying, uh, uh, don't let the locker room door hit you in the ass on the way out, because that's they never last, and they get cycled in and out, and they never seem to understand what went wrong. And yet, if you're looking at it from afar, it's so obvious. It's, it's really so simple. How much does it matter to you? How much individual pride do you have? Uh, I don't care whether you're a golfer, a tennis player, or a player in the National Football League, or at any level. How important is it to you? It's a question. This is where the mirror comes in. You do have to look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself that question. Dan, it's, man, that is so true. Do you have any recollection? Does any specific um, locker room speech or, or motivational thing told you by some of the unbelievable coaches you've had stand out in your mind? Well, I, when I was at the University of Michigan, uh, uh, racially, uh, America was uh, having a tough time. And there were, you know, uh, on college campuses, um, you know, there was, uh, you know, a lot of n- not just racially, but, you know, just unrest over the war and Vietnam was still going on. And, and there was turbulent times. And Bo Schembechler uh, stood in front of us and, and he gave us a talk about being on a football team. But he said, you need to understand something," he said. "When I look out, uh, when I look at, at this room, I, I don't see a white player. I don't see a black player. I don't see a wide receiver. I don't see a tackle. I I, I see the the individual pieces of my football team." And he goes, "We will never have an issue on this team because I'll tell you why. Uh, you are all about to learn a lesson." When I run you so hard and you're down on your hands and knees throwing up, you have no idea whether the guy next to you who's throwing up is white or black. He's just your teammate, and he's in the exact same predicament that you're in. And, I, and you know, he was a master team builder, and I always – he was right. He, he was right. It's one of the things that I really am so pleased with that at a young age – I played a sport where you don't see color. The only thing you see are results. And if you could play, I'd 
it, it doesn't matter. And, and that's the way it is, I think, with all good players. Yeah, boy, that's, that's pretty special. So, Dan, talk a little bit about the transition you made from the, the high level of uh, play in the NFL to your broadcasting career. I know you started – I know you love St. Louis. I know you've done so much for the community. Your name's a staple around town. You started with KMOX. Well, it was uh, – and that was a uh, – that was a godsend. Uh, I, I just fell into it. Um, uh, I was asked to substitute uh, on a, a call-in show on a Saturday afternoon. Uh, it was about my fifth or sixth year in the league, and uh, I started working uh, at CAMOX. Robert Island, who was uh, – you know, I – Though I, I struggle for words to describe his impact on my career and and the influence he had over the city of St. Louis as the general manager of KMOX, but uh, he gave me an opportunity. He gave me the microphone uh, at the maybe the most powerful radio station in the United States and a sports department where I'm sitting in there and uh, Jack Buck was our boss, but. I'm sitting in a room with Dan Kelly and, and Bob Costas and Bill Wilkerson and Gary Bender and on and on and on, Mike Shannon. And it, it and I'm looking around going, I, I should be writing them a check for this experience, not the other way around. So I, I, I have accomplished nothing in the world of broadcasting that it, if I was being honest with myself, that I wouldn't realize that it was all because of the start I got at KMOX Radio. You know, Dan, it's interesting, isn't it? KMOX, you could list Hall of Fame broadcasters, you know, all over the place. The the lineage that we've had here for so many years is just remarkable. Well, I'm, I, I know you've got to be a certain age, but uh, uh, I, I worked at KMOX when we're talking about uh, Bob Hardy and Rex Davis uh, in the morning and Jack Carney uh, in the morning and, and, you know, just, uh, you know, on and on and on Jim White at night and Ann Keefe in the afternoons. And it, it, it just, it was just this extraordinary collection of, of, of talent and to have been a, a very tiny part of that was, one of the most gratifying things I've ever done professionally. Well, that's going to do it for the first half of the Dan Deardorff interview. But, um, and that will wrap up the front nine. But don't go anywhere. We will have the conclusion of that interview on the back nine. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Are your workouts more fun than this? Well, if they are, then I want to sign you to an endorsement deal with Michelob Ultra. I'm looking for anyone and everyone who makes working out a blast. If that's you, hit to TeamUltra.com for chances to score awesome perks like Team Ultra gear and more. That's TeamUltra.com to enter. No purchase necessary. Open U.S. residents 21 plus. See official rules at TeamUltra.com. Message and data rates may apply. Void where prohibited. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Life St. Louis, Missouri. Are you in the market for some new clubs? Maybe a bag and the latest style of sweet new shoes. Is this the year you decide to stop listening to your buddy's advice and get some real golf instruction? If any of these appeal to you, then go to Pro-Am Golf today. Pro-Am Golf has all the latest gear from all the major manufacturers. Call Steve today at 314 781 
888-900-7775 and schedule a lesson with Tom DeGrand. Tom is the best. He's been in the game for over 50 years, so you take that knowledge along with their state-of-the-art equipment, and boom, your game will get a whole lot better. Visit them at ProMGolfUSA.com. USA Mortgage is doing it again. Joe Schieser and his staff have lowered rates again this month, and they will waive closing costs. If you want to refinance to get cash out, lower your rate, shorten your term, or eliminate that costly, unnecessary mortgage insurance. If you are purchasing a property, they can issue a pre-approval letter within minutes. They are the largest mortgage company in the state of Missouri, and their volume allows them to quote the lowest rates. Don't waste your time with the national online brokers. USA Mortgage is employee-owned and operated right here in St. Louis. Joe Schieser has closed over $500 million in loans in nearly 30 years in the business and over $2 million alone to Delsing's. Okay, so you and your family are looking to join a country club. Well, I need to recommend to you... Whitmore Country Club. They've got 90 holes of golf in the membership out there. You have access to the Missouri Bluffs, the Links of Dardeen, the Golf Club of Wentzville, and all the cart fees are already included in your membership. There's no food or beverage minimums and no assessments. My friend Bummer in the golf shop is a phenomenal guy. You've got to go out and check him out. He and the staff out there run golf leagues, skins games, members tournaments, couples events available all year round. There's a kids club in the main clubhouse, and they have a huge fitness center. There's three tennis courts if you're not into golf, a gigantic pool for you and your family to use. Year-round social calendar is spectacular. There's holiday parties, picnics, date nights, always have live music, and much, much more. If you're looking for a family-friendly, safe place to hang out, you got to check out Whitmore Country Club. Call them at 636-926-9622. We're halfway there. It's time for the Back Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Back Nine is brought to you by Fogelbach Agency with Farmers Insurance. Welcome back. It's Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm Jay. We got John, my favorite caddy and friend over here. We got Brad Barnes taking care of us in the ESPN studios. And this is the Back Nine. It's brought to you by the Fogelbach Agency with Farmers. Ed Fogelbach is a great guy. Call him if he will take care of any and all of your insurance needs. All right. So we're going to go just directly, Pearl, right back into the Dandy Earth interview. The way he threw the ball in total command wasn't rattled at all, showed great composure, but really showed unbelievable accuracy in, in throwing the ball. You're right, they, they might have something. You don't want to jump to conclusions on one game, but wow, he's pretty impressive today. Dan Deerdorf is brought to you by Golden Tee. You know, Dan, I had Bob Costas on the show not long ago, and he told the, the most remarkable story uh, and I'll tell that again. He was uh, a young guy, 22 years old, out of University of Syracuse, and he got said the same thing. He got brought into St. Louis with Bob Hyland and then then Jack Buck, and did this interview and figured, hell, I'll never get this job at my age with these guys around. And went to Stan Usual and Biggies and had a, a, a hamburger and a Coke, and left the waiter three do- three one dollar bills, a quarter, a penny, and a dime. Because Stan Musial's lifetime batting average was three thirty six, <laughs> and I still get such a kick out of that, Dan. Because who the first of all, who the hell knows? I mean, I'm a lover of baseball in the game and Stan, but who knows what his lifetime batting average is? It just was a wonderful story. Well, uh, uh, Costas uh, uh, has such an intellect; he could probably tell you every one of uh, Stan Musial's at bats in the nineteen forty eight. October series with I seriously the guys uh, uh he's phenomenal in that regard it, it, but it was interesting at Camo X uh Bob would uh, 
Bob was not the most punctual person that ever lived. Uh, Bob was uh, professionally late, and uh, it used to drive Jack crazy. And, uh, you know, when, when Bob was, was working in the sports department at Camo X, uh, if you, he, he and Jack would be at odds sometime, and uh, it was kind of, looking back on it, it was pretty funny. Oh, my gosh, Dan, I'm surprised you haven't written a book or two because some of the stories, you know, and unfortunately or fortunately, I guess, depending on how you look at it, some of them are better off just, you know, not told to the general public, I think. Well, it, it, it was quite a collection of uh, personalities. And, it, it, you know, it just there were, I look back and just so many wonderful memories. You know, Jack, uh, uh, Jack Buck was colorblind and uh uh, and I mean, really colorblind. He only he only saw shades of uh, black and white, and 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 so uh, he, you know, Jack would love to wear colorful uh, outfits. So one time we're sitting in the sports office, and here comes Jack walking around the corner. He has on a pair of red pants and an orange sport coat. And he comes walking around the corner, and all of our mouths just drop open at the exact same time with just a look. We're just aghast. At, it might be the worst-looking outfit I ever saw in my life. And Jack just stops in mid-stride and looks at us and goes, Carol wasn't home. <laughs> in other words, his, his wife wasn't there to, to get him dressed. And, and Jack always kept the blue blazer in the sports office uh, for a fallback position in case situation like this would arise. So he was able to put on a blue blazer and save the day, but just little things like that. It was, uh, it was a wonderful time. A simpler time. That's for sure, Dan. Um, that's for sure is right. Gosh, but when I look at um, the career that you've had in broadcasting, one thing stood out. I mean, first of all, let me tell you, 12 seasons as the color analyst for Monday Night Football. Oh, my gosh. 15 years on uh, the NFL on CBS. I did not realize you did an Olympic game in 1988. And one of the things I wanted to ask you about is, did you do? Did you start with a boxing match, or was that one of your first um, um, assignments with ABC? Well, what happened is that uh, at, at ABC, Howard Cosell, uh, retired, and he did uh, he did boxing uh, for the network, and then when Howard retired, Jim Lampley worked at ABC, and he took over the boxing uh, in boxing instead of play by play, you call it the blow by blow announcer, and and then Jim Lampley left ABC and went to HBO, and uh, the president of ABC Sports, this was my second year at uh, ABC. Uh, he came to me, Dennis Swanson, and he, he said, Dan, I, I, I've, I got a crazy idea, but I, I want you to learn how to do uh, the blow-by-blow announcing for boxing. We, we want to find a way to put you on the air year-round. And so I started, uh, I started doing that, and I did it for nine years. And uh, there, were, there were years I did 20 fights uh, on Wide World of Sports, from all around the world, I've done, I've done fights from South Africa, from Australia, from from all around Europe, and and it was uh, I really enjoyed it. I I'm all, always been a boxing fan, and 
it, it just gave me an opportunity to be a bigger part of ABC Sports. Yeah, no doubt. And Dan, when we were younger, boxing was just so much of a bigger deal. You know, the names, I still remember the pleasure of watching a Muhammad Ali uh, fight that was just like an orchestration of athleticism that you'll never see again. It was just fantastic. Well, boxing, I, I can just tell you, was a staple of a wide world of sports on a, on a Saturday afternoon. And, I, and I'll tell you something. It would outrate uh, any college basketball game. Anything you threw at it, boxing did uh, really, really well until cable television came along. And then what happened is HBO uh, started paying uh, prices for fights that network television, it just, they couldn't compete financially. So what happened is uh, the fighters started making more money because of what cable was paying, but fewer people got to see them fight. And, and, and it really has turned boxing into a, a really unseen, uh, it, not by the numbers that it used to be. Yeah, people still watch it, but it's all on pay television. And, and the biggest fights are all pay-per-view. And uh, it's amazing, back in the 80s and the, and the early to mid-90s, the quality of fights that would be there for the American public to watch on free television. Dan, how much yeah, fun really. are, you, are you having at Michigan right now? I'm sorry, with Jim Branstadter, your uh, former teammate. Well, yeah. I'm, uh, when I retired from CBS after uh, the 2014 season, uh, uh, or the 13 season actually was my last, I really had no intention of ever uh, going into a broadcast booth again. I I was completely retired, but my alma mater, uh, they had a turnover in their radio booth, and uh, uh, they, they backed me into a corner. And uh, I have to tell you, it's, it's doing radio for, for Michigan has been a, uh, it's been a real blessing for me. I, we've got a home uh, in northern Michigan, and the first part of the season I just commute down to Ann Arbor from our home uh, up north. And, and I had forgotten in my 43 consecutive years in the NFL, I had really forgotten how much fun it is to be on a college campus on a Saturday afternoon. Uh, the, the, the energy, the, the, the tailgating with old friends and old teammates and, and being in Michigan stadium with 112,000 other people uh, when the Wolverines run out of the tunnel. It's uh, I, I've had a ball doing it. And uh, the, the great thing about it is uh, uh, doing television I always had to wear a coat and tie, and now I can wear a baseball cap and a sweatshirt and look just like everybody else, and I, I've had a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, that's terrific, and uh, people up there are really enjoying it. I, so we, we are a golf show. I've got to tie in a couple of the things that um, you've done so much for the community here, but back in the day, you and I started uh, this little your your Cardinal Glennon uh, fundraiser, and um, it's grown uh, dropped me off a while back and it's gone uh just great guns and i think chris pronger is now taking over for you and and continue to uh raise money for that hospital and that great cause well about uh two or three years ago i told chris that 
that uh, I'd I'd pretty much run the course with it. It's still the uh, Deerdorf-Pronger tournament. We have it out at Boone Valley every year. Chris has done a wonderful job of of doing 95% of the work, and uh, uh, he's getting a lot of enjoyment out of it. But, yes, uh, I've been fortunate enough the the emergency room and trauma center at Cardinal Glennon Children's Hospital is, is named in my honor. Over, We're coming up on 35 years doing that tournament, Jay, if you can imagine that, and uh, the, the millions of dollars that it's raised for the kids at Cardinal Glennon makes me, uh, makes me very proud. You know, Dan, there's something special about the game of golf that's unlike I love it. all the others. No, I, I know it. you love the game, and there's probably not much – not two things that are, are are less compatible than being an all-pro offensive lineman in the NFL and then going trying to play golf. Well, you're right about that. and uh, But that's the beauty of the game of golf. Uh, you don't have to play it like you play it to have a lot of fun doing it. And uh, as you well know, uh, so much of the enjoyment and the satisfaction from the game of golf uh, surrounds the people you're playing with, uh, the camaraderie, the friendships. Um, there's nothing better. And it's something I, I can't play anymore physically. I, I, I don't have the balance. I, I just can't, I, I can't do it anymore. And it, the, the spending a day with your best friends, uh, on a golf course, uh, playing a, a five dollar Nassau, it, it, it to me it was it was the best part of my life. It was, it's just in my retirement and my old age, I had oh my god, I had so much fun. And maybe some of it is the quality of my friends, but by God, we used to have a great time, and uh, I miss it desperately. Yeah, there's something about that camaraderie, Dan. That um, it, it, this game is a, just a tremendous uniter. You know, and it's a it's a charitable uh, fundraising engine that we're approaching. The PGA Tour is approaching three billion dollars in charitable dollars earned since its inception in the middle '60s, and it's it's unrivaled by anything else in the sport world. No, it really is. Uh, the The PGA Tour has has really done a good job of of you know, creating a, a, a charitable aspect of every single one of their tournaments. And it's really, uh, uh, I don't know whose idea that was originally, but it was, it was a darn good one. And, uh, uh, again, golf is uh, so many lessons to be learned, but it's, it's an all-inclusive game. Yeah. Let's face it. Um, you have to be a certain type of athlete and, uh, a, a certain uh, uh, makeup to to play the game of football. The same with uh, uh, you, you just don't walk down to Bush Stadium and, uh, and and hit a ball over the center field fence. But anybody can walk onto a golf course and approach the game the right way, play it within the rules, and regardless of your skill level, get untold satisfaction from doing it it's 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 really 
it's really the beauty of the game of golf is that there really is a home in golf for everybody. Dan, that's just beautiful. Do you have any sto- any golf story that sticks out in your mind? I know some of our buddies, Tom Sainert and Doug Albrecht, and some real, real characters that you've had an opportunity to spend some time with. Is there anything that you could tell the folks that sticks out in your mind? Oh, geez. I, you know, we've been fortunate to, uh, uh, to travel the world and play golf. Uh, I, I will tell you this, Jay, you, you may, you won't believe this when I tell you, but, uh, uh, we, we made a trip over to, uh, Scotland and Ireland, uh, probably, oh geez, it's been, it's been 15 years, but, uh, Doug and I, uh, Doug Albrecht and I, and Tom Sobey and Tom Sainert, the four of us went over there together and, uh, I was, uh, I, I'd gotten to the point where I couldn't walk 18 holes. Uh, anymore I needed a cart well we're going to play the old course and as you are well aware uh, there are no buggies at uh, at St. Andrews unless uh, you're Doug Albrecht and and honest to God he hired the assistant greenskeeper of St. Andrews to drive me around and to be my caddy for 18 holes of golf. <laughs> I actually played the old course in a golf cart. <laughs> I, I, there's not that's, very many people that could say that, Dan. That's pretty awesome. That's that's when you have friends, when they are uh, when they do something like that for you. Oh, what, it, a, uh, what a special group. That does group. not happen every day. And that'll do it for the back nine. Uh, don't go anywhere. We have the Michelob Ultra 19th hole coming back, and Pearlie and I will talk about that Dan Deardorff interview. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. In these extremely trying times, the management team at Marcone would like to give a shout-out to our 500-plus employees and their families. Their diligence and commitment to each other, our process, and our company are so good that we are obligated to state it publicly. We are so grateful for each and every one of you. You have all contributed to our success, and your dedication is imperative to the continued growth of our company. Thank you for your efforts. Marcone is the largest distributor of General Electric Appliance Parts in North America. Marcone Appliance Parts Company would like to thank Sean Young and the entire Marcone Information Technology Team for zero web failures this past year. That's right, zero web failures, meaning zero frustration for Marcone's valued customers. Great job, everyone. You've seen it and played it in bars for over the past 30 years, and now you can bring Golden Tea to your home. Complete your basement or man cave with the popular arcade game, The Ultimate Virtual Golfing Experience. Over 80 courses, unique game modes, and you can even challenge a buddy in online tournaments. However you play, you will be the talk of your neighborhood. Visit home.goldentea.com to learn more. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Ed Fogelbach at 314-398-0101 to see how they can help you stay in the game. That's Ed Fogelbach at 314-398-0101. We are covered. USA Mortgage is doing it again. Joe Schieser and his staff have lowered rates again this month, and they will waive closing costs if you want to refinance to get cash out, lower your rate, shorten your term, or eliminate that costly, unnecessary mortgage insurance. 
If you are purchasing a property, they can issue a pre-approval letter within minutes. They are the largest mortgage company in the state of Missouri, and their volume allows them to quote the lowest rates. Don't waste your time with the national online brokers. USA Mortgage is employee-owned and operated right here in St. Louis. Joe Schieser has closed over $500 million in loans in nearly 30 years in the business and over $2 million alone to Delsing's. For the last 48 years, Pro-Am Golf has been providing outstanding customer service to the greater St. Louis area for all of our golf needs, from top-of-the-line equipment to full-service club repair lessons and instructions. They now have their own retail outlet, as well as state-of-the-art computers, cameras, and things to customize all of your personal club fitting needs. Pro-Am Golf carries all the major brands. They also have the latest fashion trends from Puma Golf. Whatever your needs, Pro-Am Golf will meet them and have the best customer service in the industry. Call us at 314-781-7775 or find us at ProAmGolfUSA.com. Grab your friends, a cold one, and pull up a chair. We're on to the 19th hole on golf with Jay Delsing. The 19th hole is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Welcome back. It's Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. I got Pearly with me, and we are headed to, man, it's one of our favorite four segments, the 19th hole spot, sponsored by Michelob Ultra. Um, I love the fact that it's sponsored by Michelob. I remember when you first, be when you're, better, I know, right? when you're first on tour and how much you wanted to be associated with Anheuser, the whole thing, I just think it's so exciting, and then. First and on tour, what was he? Me, twenty-one years old. Here we are, sixty. You're sixty next week, aren't you? You're sixty already, aren't Another you? Another twenty years I'm later. Sixty yeah. already. You're yeah. Sixty already. So I mean, I, seriously, congratulations, and it's and and what a cool sponsor, and uh, what a lifelong connection, I guess I'll call it. You know what? Really, they've been great to me. I, know they, I, have. I tried to tell them when I was playing, please just make me even a bad offer, and I'll take it because I want to be with. That's why you got the bad offer. I never got the either. They're like, we can get this guy for nothing because he wants a bad offer. A ding, ding bad he is. But um, let's get into the Dan Deardorff interview. Love that I interview. Mean, one I, of your best, if I may say. One of your best you. interviews, period. Uh, to me, super, super exciting. There's a couple subjects he, he covered, but where do you want to start? I guess one of the things that I wanted to know, I wanted to kind of see if he could throw people in the locker room a little bit and talk a little bit about any sort of motivational speeches. He had great coaches from Bo Schembechler to, you know, Don Coriel and, you know, just legends of the of the the football game. And, and um so, Jay, that's 50 years ago. He was he was being coached by one of those uh, legends, uh, Bo Schembechler at Michigan. And it was. I'm not sure what I would call it, disheartening, concerning, whatever, that he they were dealing with much of the same subject matter we are now 50-plus years, 51, 52 years later. I don't know. I don't. We're not going to go into that. That's not what the show is. But th- no, that, but John, that, that, John that's, that's scary. Exactly, look, look, that's exactly what hit me as well when he said, Bo said, I don't see color when I look in here. I see young men with like-minded young men that are trying to, you know, accomplish something that is really not easy to accomplish. And when I'm running you and you are down on your hands and knees, you know, sick after this extreme workout, the guy next to you is not one bit concerned right. about what color skin you yeah. have. And, and you know, we were at a time when I said to Dan, you know, it was such a simpler time. He told some great Jack Buck stories, which is, you know, dear to my heart. And, oh, man, you know, with the time that we're in with, all of the unrest and all of the divisiveness and all the craziness and it, it just 
it, I almost feel like I long for that simplicity again. Yeah, but I guess my point is, it apparently wasn't that simple because they were dealing with some of the same stuff. We had Vietnam going think on. It, to your point, he didn't think it was simple. Right, right, right exactly. He didn't think it, it was simple. And by the way, you can look back, that wasn't too no, simple. Wasn't there, was, there was a bunch of scary times. But let's let's yeah. get past yeah. that because that's not what, where we go here. I, so well, what about his story, his golf story? How about his golf story about playing St. Andrews? Oh, I loved it. And, I have, and, absolutely. I have to tell you. Tell you what popped in my head because I said to myself during he's telling that story, I'm thinking, God, I wish, I hope I do something like that for a friend or whatever. And I have right. to tell you what popped in my head, and you can relate to this. X amount of years ago, my father was still alive. We were doing our fishing trip, and he couldn't move around with his hips. I went to a local golf course up in Sioux Lookout, Ontario, rented a golf cart, had it shipped to the fishing camp, which had never been happened before, and it was at our camp, at our uh, our cabin yep. door. My dad was all pumped up about that, and everybody else was going, where do you get that? I said, well, you just go. You only have to go you know, <laughs> over several here, provinces <laughs> over. You get it. But what about trying to get your dad in the boat? Yeah, but I'm just saying those kinds of things. So I think we do do cool things, and I love that that's something that stuck out for him. All the cool things I'm sure Dan has experienced in his life and all the cool places, he remembers something like that. Right. That's cool. You know what else is really cool, Pearl? Here's a guy that started with golf. So we we threw in the we tied this wrapped this whole thing up with golf. He he started and he loves the game. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he can't play it. And uh, I I said to him I think at one point you know golf and football are probably two of the hardest things to try to mix. He starts a fundraiser because of the he loves the game. He loves the camaraderie part of it. And 35 years later, they've run they've they've mm-hmm. raised multiple millions of dollars. They've named the trauma center and the emergency room after him, which is a byproduct that I know he didn't give a damn about. Uh, but it's it's a cool thing. But he, cares, he cares, but yeah, no, that, that wasn't no, the but I, that was not the reason yeah. we got it started. I mean, because Dan's a humble guy like that, and. Um, it's just another. It's just an, an another incident or or, or um, consequence, a result of doing yeah, great things. But, but it's another example, Pearl, of what golf is. Yeah. This game is ridiculous, man. But when it you're delivers. There, but when you're out there doing good things and 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 living at a high level, whether it's playing football, playing golf, announcing, traveling the world. Good things happen around you. And and I think that's, to me, that, and I love the other part, I know we're running out of time, but when he just talked about the commitment, what, what it really takes. You had one of your best questions ever. You know, Dan, did you notice the guys in the locker room that weren't ter- terribly committed, weren't all with it, and that kind of stuff? And he said absolutely, and he he told a great story about, you know, that whole, or whole and perspective. And none of them could figure out why they didn't make it. John. But that's always the way it is. That's uh, of always course the way it is. is. But that's you know, awesome. You know, one of the things that, 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 stuck out to me when and somehow I knew this as a kid I didn't want to have to deal with any of that you know we get I can remember I don't know how many times having a really cool baseball game going on and all of a sudden the shortstop from the other team has to go because he didn't want to play anymore and it used to piss me off I'd be like wait a second we're in the fourth inning how the hell can you leave anyway that's a little off the subject, but uh, I. Uh, but wait, he was on a roll. That was like a little Animal House segment there, where yeah, he was on, on a roll. Just let yeah. him go. I'm three men. Let me go. Uh, man, that's going to wrap up another show. Uh, I hate these. They're going too fast. What does know, that mean? We're getting older. We're getting better. We're getting ooh, older. Half of it. Half of it. I'm not sure which half. <laughs> Don't think too much on it. But um, yeah, Pearl, that's what wrap up another show. Thanks for being with me, Meet, Thanks so much for taking care of us, and we will be back next week. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Hit him straight, St. Louis. That was Golf with Jay Delsing, brought to you by Whitmore Country Club. Tune in next Sunday for more from Jay, John, and the other pros and experts from the golf world.
In the meantime, you can find all of Jay's shows at 101ESPN.com as well as at jdelsinggolf.com.